Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, the leading authority on all things international franchising. I'm Kieran McLoone, Deputy Editor for Global Franchise Magazine. Before listening to this episode, don't forget to enter your brand into the highly anticipated Global Franchise Awards 2021, which have an entry deadline of the 29th of March 2021 at 5pm GMT. More information can be found at globalfranchisemagazine.com forward slash awards. Much has been said about the resilience of the home services industry in these past 12 months, especially as other sectors struggle under the immense weight of the challenges presented by the pandemic. But whether or not you believe the industry to be recession-proof, as some may claim, it's undeniable that the services offered by brands like Mosquito Squad, Mr. Sparky, or Stop Restoration have been just as necessary now as they were in a pre-pandemic world. That's precisely what we wanted to speak with Mike Pierce about, and as the Chief Development Officer for Home Services Parent Company Authority Brands, he's in a position to assess the current state of this hands-on industry. Hiya, Mike. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. What a great day. Yeah, well, thank you very much for for joining us on the podcast. Um, And uh, yeah, if we could just dive straight into it. Um, Talking about authority brands and the story across the last year, um, you guys were expanding, continuing to expand throughout the pandemic with um, the acquisition of franchises like Monster Tree Service and Stop Restorations, particularly in the the latter half of last year. Um, And I was wondering if we could start by kind of you um, telling me a little about how the pandemic has maybe effective, affected the uh, the organization's growth strategy or whether aggressive expansion is really still at the forefront for you guys? It, uh, it is. It, the uh, pandemic has uh, really kind of focused our attention on how to go about growing uh, and really focused us in on the uh, particular brands that we're seeking. We were very excited about the acquisition of Monster Tree Service and Stop Restoration, but uh, there's a couple of different aspects to it. Uh, Our overall growth strategy and aggressive expansion, I would say, are still at the forefront of what we're doing. We're actively in the marketplace looking for additional uh, brands to acquire. Um, That said, we're being fairly picky on on what we're looking for. We're looking for uh, brands that... uh, have a particular uh, profile, which I can talk about. Uh, but uh, as long as we find the right match, we are actively in the marketplace looking for additional brands. One other aspect of our growth strategy is is expanding these brands that we have. And, uh, you know, when the pandemic hit, um, I was asked by our board of directors if we should pull back on investment in franchise development. So many franchise companies did that. And, uh, um you know, wanted to know if we had a, a, you know, some some new strategy for moving forward in this world. The strategy that I pitched to them was that we should move forward in a bold way. Uh, we're at a particular point in time where there's literally, literally millions of people thinking about making a change in their professional life and uh, might be out of work, uh, might be considering what to do going forward. Uh, and our brands offer a unique uh, unique opportunity for a fairly low cost to get into a, a business that has a particularly high margin and the ability to serve customers even during this uh, pandemic. So it's really just uh, the pandemic's just strengthened our belief that uh, that the services that we provide um, are essential 
and uh, they're needed and they're growing. And uh, we're going to continue on in our uh, strategy to grow this uh, this portfolio of brands. And uh, and one of the appeals of the the home services industry that um, franchisees may come across, which uh, attracts them, is the this idea of recession resistant or recession proof brands, which is a term that's been you know thrown around a lot over the last twelve months and probably will be as the coronavirus pandemic continues. Um, but I was wondering what your thoughts were on that term recession proof and whether or not. Um, that has been the case across the authority brands portfolio. You know, we uh, we talk about that term and don't really feel, really believe that any business is recession proof. Uh, what we found, there were a lot of businesses that were thought to be recession proof uh, businesses that served commercial office buildings that uh, have struggled. And we have seen people thought that commercial janitorial businesses were recession proof, but uh, we found that those aren't. We uh, look at our businesses and ask the question, are they essential services? And that meaning essential services has really taken on, uh, that term has taken on a new meaning for us as a result of the pandemic, especially as uh, businesses were forced, many businesses were forced to temporarily shut their doors. Uh, We had the experience where our businesses were deemed as essential services and we kept the doors open. you know, we're a conglomerate of nine different brands and all but one, uh, we kept every franchisee open and operating throughout the pandemic. Um, but uh, with with the brands, the Cleaning Authority, the Home Watch Caregivers, uh, Mosquito Squad, America Swimming Pool Company, uh, Benjamin Franklin Plumbing, One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning, Mr. Sparky Electric, Monster Tree Service, and Stop Restoration. Those are our nine brands. We essentially have an opportunity for anyone who's looking to start a franchise to uh, operate an essential service and and service uh, a customer. Our trade brands, you know, are essential in a nature that you're not going to hesitate to call a plumber or an electrician or a restoration company if you need one, if your air conditioning is out and you're in a climate where you absolutely need it, you're going to get that fixed as well. What we found this past year, uh, because of people being at home and wanting to utilize their home space in a, in a broader way, was that the Mosquito Squad, the America Swimming Pool Company, the Monster Tree Service that offer services for outdoor living and improving outdoor living, um, really, and, and offer very minimal direct impact with the customers those brands have thrived and have grown at double digits this year. So we're very pleased with that. The other thing, the, the, uh, the in-home care for the senior care or the uh, uh, disabled care, um, you know, COVID-19 has completely changed the perception of assisted living. And so having care in home really has taken a higher priority and has, uh, has allowed that business to grow substantially this year as well. So, um, you know, as a, as a whole, the term essential service is what we look at as we consider uh, expansion of opportunity. Can we get an essential service uh, that, uh, that will not be disrupted by something like this pandemic? 
Right. Okay. And the the portfolio of brands you just mentioned there um, are all very, you know, home services, home repairs kind of based, but then you've got brands like HomeWatch Caregivers as something of an outlier. Um, And I was curious what um, kind of process uh, Authority Brands goes through when selecting a new franchise to bring into the the network, whether, you know, obviously uh, one of the key parts of that, I imagine, is that, as you say, they need to be an essential service. But what other things do you look for in brands when expanding? So we, uh, we really have a, a three-part formula. We look for uh, a brand in, a, in an industry or a market segment that uh, the entire market segment is growing or expanding, that there's stability there. We look for low disruption risk. And the way we think about our brands is that we own the last mile to a customer's home. Uh, you know, Amazon, you think of Home Advisor, some of these other groups that are trying to disrupt the customer acquisition part of the business. Uh, there's really low disruption risk in providing that service in the person's home. That's the difficult part of, of this entire business. So we look for for industries with low disruption risk and then strong, strong unit economics. Can a franchisee who is who is uh providing or developing a company get to a point where they can generate enough revenue and income to have capital to grow their business. And so those are really the three things, the, the, the growing industry market segment, the uh, low disruption risk, and then the uh, strong unit economics. Right. And of course, um, Authority Brands isn't the only parent company within this home services space. But how do you guys differentiate yourselves so that a franchise may choose to partner with you versus one of your competitors within the industry? Part of the differentiation is that acquisition strategy. And we also really focus on providing and investing in strong leadership at the top of the, uh, the Authority Brands company and performing services for each of the brands. Uh, our priorities really lie in helping company leaders, brand leaders grow their business and systems as a franchisor, giving access to world-class marketing that a small company like Monster Tree couldn't have afforded uh, to uh, really provide senior leadership that sees the world through a franchisee's eyes. And I will tell you that Many of the senior leaders, our CEO, myself, our chief transformation officer, a number of our COOs own franchises within our brands. I have an America Swimming Pool franchise in Memphis, Tennessee, that my son uh, operates. I, I am his business partner. And uh, so I see the world. Uh, Rob Weddle, our CEO, owns two cleaning authority franchises. We see the world through a franchisee's eyes. And our focus is really on helping these brand leaders focus on franchisee profitability. And uh, to us, that's the key. It's more important than our profitability, helping our franchisees succeed and, and have enough capital through the, 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 the profit being generated by the business to continue to invest and grow their business. And just on that note, in terms of... Um partnering with a, a company like Authority Brands, um, as well as the the senior leadership availability uh, in that consultancy sense, um, why would a why should a franchise consider partnering with Authority Brands versus just remaining independent and operating um, operating by themselves? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. And I would tell you that part of that reason is our ownership group. Uh, we are owned by Apex Partners. 
I've been uh, involved with a number of different large businesses that were owned by private equity groups. And I have not seen a private equity group offer as much value to the company, portfolio company that they owned as Apex. Apex is one of the top five private equity groups in the world. They're based in London uh, and uh, and have a portfolio of companies that that they utilize uh, to build what they call an operational excellence practice where they can provide services to our company. They own one of the largest software development uh, and software application writing companies in the world called ThoughtWorks. They own um, a number of different uh, entities that can help, and, and they have applied those, those resources to helping our brands grow. So technology improvement, uh, uh, we have a chief transformation officer within the authority brands who's looking at innovation opportunities. Uh, we have a particular commitment to software development and improvement. Uh, uh, we have uh, new field application, um, new field apps for service technicians. We have new applic- applications uh, for smartphones for customers, like in the cleaning authority. Our customers now can order service on the application in their smartphone. They can even tip their uh, their house cleaner on the application. So some new technology, some things that we're committed to because we have the resources provided to us by our ownership group. Uh, you know, we, we uh, really have a, a core focus and it's on our, our website, a core focus of developing franchisees who have an average revenue of over a million dollars. What I found in my career is franchisees that have lower volume businesses and many home services have a have average unit volumes in the you know two, three, four hundred thousand dollar a year range where the franchisee is living off of every dollar they're making. We're committed to helping franchisees develop and grow their business. And uh, we we focus on things like uh, helping franchisees in succession planning. Uh, and considering the future and making a plan and, and moving towards that, helping them pass the business on. So we have a business brokerage team that helps franchisees transition when they're ready. So, but uh, you know, in terms of uh, in terms of the scale and capability, a franchisor would be joining a team with over one thousand. You know, a brand, an organization with over one thousand nine hundred territories operated by over a thousand franchisees. We own a purchasing cooperative business called Bimax, where we can leverage uh, equipment purchasing, fuel, insurance products. Uh, vehicles and and equipment for the business. So we bring a lot of resources to the table that uh, most small franchisors don't have access to. And we think that that's really a key differentiator for us. Right. And um, with that wide development, of course, Authority Brands isn't just operating in North America, you know, countries like Canada and the Latin American market, but you've also got um, markets within Kenya and Indonesia. Um, And Obviously, we've spoken about a lot of the positives, but I was wondering whether there's any challenges that are presented by having such a vast network with regards to things such as logistics or communication um, uh, or unifying, you know, the authority brands family. You know, I think uh, because we're this large organization, we have access to a, uh, a highly capable marketing team, sales team. Uh, 
we're really in sync across all of our brands, providing franchisees with the best resources, systems, and formulas for their business, regardless of where they're at. We operate as a, a very diversified, um, um, non-constrained system. We don't, when we buy a company, move their headquarters to Maryland. We uh, we are clockwork brands, the three trade brands, the one hour, Mr. Sparky and Ben Franklin are operated out of Phoenix, Arizona. Our HomeWatch Caregivers franchise brand is operated out of Denver, Colorado. Our Mosquito Squad and America's Swimming Pool brands are operated out of Macon, Georgia. So we we are uh, very uh, diverse geographically to begin with, and uh, our support of franchisees is, and the systems that we provide really don't uh, aren't hampered by uh, you know territorial issues or you know global global uh, problems. We support franchisees regardless of where they're at, and we've gotten very very good at as most franchisors is doing it virtually uh, in, in a larger way. Yeah. And, um, and the last thing I want to speak with you about Mike is just kind of um, looking ahead uh, with this year, you've kind of touched upon it, but whether you could delve into some specifics, what can we expect to see from authority brands? Are there any specific um, or areas or brands that you're looking to acquire? You know, is it more development domestically, internationally? What does 2021 look like for the organization? I think it's a good mix of both. We had a banner year in 2020 with new franchise development, new uh, new licenses. We uh, expanded our brands by close to 200 new franchise businesses, uh, and we continue. We we expect to expand upon that as we've acquired uh, new brands like uh, Monster Tree and uh, Service Team of Professionals restoration. Um, we are in the market, actively in the market, uh, f- looking for additional acquisitions. We have uh, deals that we're working on as we speak. So I would uh, suggest that uh, you would see additional acquisitions by authority brands this year. But we're really looking to apply some development strategies that we have taken from this larger organization uh, and uh, and grow these brands that we're acquiring in, in bigger and better ways. Um, really, that kind of stems from helping our franchisees, I spoke to it, um, grow their businesses. And we uh, are, are focused on looking at helping our franchisees potentially own more than one brand. Right now, about 80 of our franchisees own more than one brand of ours, and we're looking to expand that so that they can diversify their their portfolio of businesses, helping our franchisees, I said, to plan long-term, um, providing uh, resources along those along those uh, paths. And then we're, and we have really solidified and committed to working with uh, broker, our broker partners, broker groups that uh, are presenting the authority brands and presenting ourselves as a larger organization that are committed to working with them to help people start uh, a new business. And so um, I would say that uh, right now our lead flow is strong. We are closing. We expect, uh, you know, to potentially close on average uh, and open or sign a, a franchise agreement every business day of this year. And so the expansion of existing brands along with the acquisition of new brands should uh, should provide uh, substantial growth for us. And we're very excited about 2021. 
Yeah, it sounds like off the back of a really bumpy year, it's gone from strength to strength, and we're going to see a lot more from you guys. Well, thank you very much for your your time today, Mike. It's really been great hearing about authority brands and looking forward to seeing some of those um, new developments you've got in the pipeline. Thank you. I appreciate it. The distinction that Mike made between whether a brand is truly recession-proof or whether it's deemed an essential service is one that we'll likely see more and more of as the business casualties of COVID-19 continue to emerge. It was great to hear that Authority Brands' network has gone from strength to strength, however, and this was likely due to the enduring services that each of its franchise brands have to offer. It will be interesting to see whether this determines the the future of what franchisees choose to invest in and whether we'll see a shift away from F&B being the dominant sector within the market. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think the pandemic has highlighted the best investment opportunities for long-term growth? Or do you think the industry will gradually return to normal as we eventually put COVID-19 in the rearview mirror? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the global franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.